Well, welcome to Christmas on See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda. And for the next four weeks, as we move towards Christmas, we will be celebrating Advent. Now, the word Advent means the arrival of an important person or thing, and it's derived from the Latin word Adventus, which means coming. So Advent is the four-week season leading up to Christmas, a season for preparing our hearts and lives for the birth of Jesus. And during Advent, we anticipate the coming of Jesus. It's a time full of waiting, reflection, excitement, and hope. And hope is our first Advent theme for Christmas. We'll also be lighting the candles on the Advent wreath right here. It's the circular shape symbolizing the passing of time and eternal life and reflecting the complete and endless love that Jesus has for us. And the candles on the wreath represent Jesus coming as a light in darkness. One candle will be lit each show until all four candles are lit and our fifth candle, the Christ candle, will be lit on Christmas Eve. And as Christmas draws nearer, each candle brings a little more light into the darkness. And to journey along with us through this Advent season, woo, we have co-host Cheryl Nemhard. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You look very Christmas. <laughs> oh, you too. I'm feeling it, right? Yeah. I'm so excited. We so have good. Joanna LaFleur. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa Pack, welcome. Thank you. Are you in the Christmas spirit? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. I love it. I love this time and, and time of season. Yeah. And to my right, we welcome special guest Peter Marshall, <laughs> social entrepreneur and nonprofit leader who is actually not just a guest, but a, a co host. Awesome. Thank, How do you thank feel you. with all of the women it, around the couch? Uh, I think I'll do all right today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of estrogen. Yeah, there is a lot <laughs> We have a lot of fun together. No, yeah. it's so great. And later on, co-host Brooke Nichols with her husband Steve will be singing a favorite Christmas hymn that I know you will love and sharing a short devotional. And international speaker and author Danielle Strickland will be sharing her reflections on what hope means to the world. It is a great packed show yeah. today. Well, let's start off uh, right off the top about sharing our thoughts on hope, anticipation. In the Greek, hope is elpis, meaning joyful and confident expectation. So when knowing that, what do you hope for personally and for the world around you? Mm. Big question, yeah. but what do you hope for? Cheryl, what do you hope for for yourself personally and for the world? Uh, personally, this year, I think my, my hope has changed. Hmm. Um, I just, I'm, I'm in a season where I've got some loved ones that are not well, uh, and I think my hope for myself and maybe for someone that's watching is that uh, there would be healing and there would be peace mm. and there would be strength in all of it and that we would see God's hand in all of it because, uh, you know, sickness does happen, Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Uh, so my hope is that all will be well. Mm -hmm. And uh, my hope for the world's a bit heavier. Well, that was pretty heavy. <laughs> We're going to go yeah. heavier, yeah. people. Let's go another, Let's go yeah. another layer. Um, my hope is that we would see one another as equal, mm. Mm. as one, and that where there is hatred and animosity and fear, that God would um, raise up people that would infect this Amen. world yeah. with love Good. and mm. with fellowship and with unity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Joanna, what about you? Well, when you ask, the first thing I think of is often very super, superficial things. Like, what do you hope for? I'm like, I hope it's sunny out today, and I hope I get a Starbucks later, <laughs> and really hope that, that 
you know, that meeting goes well, like things that are very small, but actually when, as you've already done, when you take that step back, mm -hmm. you realize like the things you deeply long for are so human. I think that we all actually yes. hope for some of the same things. Yeah. It's yeah. hope for our loved ones, it's hope for health, but, but it's hope for the world. Um, that if we take a step back from those day-to-day -day things we're just yeah. like <clears throat> running towards, okay. there's so much There's so much more going on. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Lisa, mm -hmm. what about you? For me, um, and this is going to sound weird because I know I'm still in the younger half of the demographic, um, but for me, it's like to live faithfully and die well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's hey, the on, overall. To live faithfully mm -hmm. and die well. Yeah. So take that apart, to live faithfully. What do you mean? Um, every single day, just making sure that Christ is at the forefront because there's so much stuff in life, circumstances, political, social, personal, that can shake you up. Mm -hmm. um, but just to say, listen, this is the best I can do today. There's grace and mercy, but to really bring it as faithfully as possible, as humanly mm -hmm. possible, as okay. God allows me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then to die well, like, mm -hmm. you just want to end your <laughs> do life you mean, like well. jumping yeah. off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> How do you die Epic. well? Yeah. To stand yeah. unashamed before the Savior when he calls me home to say, I've done the best that I can. Yeah. Can you receive me? Kind of thing. Yeah. You know, this mm. is the best I had to offer. Really, it didn't hold anything back, whether it was heart, whether it was just effort, whether it was time, didn't hold anything back. It was all for you. So, mm. Wow. To live well, like that's a good hope. Yeah. That's life. a good hope. Yeah. 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 That's good. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Lisa. Peter, yeah. what about you? Yeah, I think just to maybe... Uh, bounce off something you've said there. I, I think my, my hope has always been that I would see more people in the world as I'm on social media and I'm connecting with friends that there'd be more people in the world that would have this um, desire inside of them to change the world. Mm. Um, hope is the thing that propels us. Mm -hmm. it, it, we need hope to live. Yeah. We wake up every yeah. day with hope yeah. and expectation mm -hmm. on our hearts. My hope is when I wake up that I'm better than I was yesterday. I learn from my mistakes. Um, and how do I do that? I read God's word and it, it reads me and I read it and I study it. Mm -hmm. And that reflection helps me learn from my mistakes and help me be more in the image mm -hmm. of Christ. Yeah. But the hope for the world is just to see people rise up and combat these injustices in this world exactly. yeah, good. Um, and not just Great. sit back idly when yeah. we see these things going on the yeah. poverty the injustice that we take a stand in this yeah. world mm -hmm. love that i think for me i mean it's i you know sum it up for me i think you've said it all but i think for me personally i hope that i'm a better mom and wife and i say that in that with hope that there's work to do um, i want to change the world by changing the lives of these 11 year old 12 year old 14 year old you know uh, kids i i hope that I, I will that i will stand up for injustice um, and that I'll be a part of the voice to rally um, and be part of a movement for that. And so those are good thoughts, yeah. I, I think, for ourselves personally and for the world. I'm hearing kind of that theme of we need to see healing mm -hmm. and change and living faithfully um, so that at the end of our lives we can look back and go, yeah, mm. we, we did well. Yeah. You know, mm. we did well. You know, in talking about this anticipation hoping, because we talked about things that we're hoping for. It's, it's like future talk. Um, do we struggle with the waiting and hoping? Like, one of the things that I, I, I see in society is that we've kind of lost the art of mm -hmm. waiting and anticipation. Yeah. Because everything is so instant. Yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Is that something that you're like, ah, it doesn't matter? I like that sort of instant gratification. Or is, or is there something amiss when we don't sit and hope for mm -hmm. something? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, yeah we, we do live in an immediate gratification society. It's the here and now. We're concerned about the here and now. Um, so much of our decisions don't necessarily 
are made for uh, f- future consequences and future you know action and we want to live in the here and now so yeah we it, it, we are doing things that are affecting the present yeah mm-hmm. and some and sometimes that's positive and sometimes that's negative um, but I think that we've lost that art of just being patient and mm-hmm. hoping and waiting to see this thing through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you were saying, Cheryl, that you're seeing one of your family members in sickness. Yeah. You know, we just believe that it's going to be better for them in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing everything in the immediate to take action, to go to the doctors, to right. whatever we need to do um, to help them in their present time of need. Mm-hmm. But we believe and hope yeah. that the future yeah. will be better. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about some thoughts here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think like it's the classic example of the microwave versus like the slow <laughs> cooker. So right. um, I remember when we first got a microwave, like I don't, I mean, I was too young to remember the moment, but the story in our family is like we weren't really sure why we would ever need a microwave right. in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my dad didn't understand the value of this machine. Right. And now, of course, it's used every single day in the home. Like yeah. it's just a part of life, but it's the, you know, the frozen dinner of yeah. the lasagna versus like the lasagna that you spent hours to make maybe with, with your family in the kitchen and you're making the pasta and mm. you're like experiencing the cooking of it together and then you put it in the oven and you wait, wait. and get yeah. to, and then yeah. the taste of it is always better when you've done it in the slow way. Yeah. Uh, you enjoy it more than like the two minute microwave yeah, frozen lasagna. Do. And I, th- I think that's yeah. key, Joanna, because I think that's like you do enjoy it more. I think we enjoy things, but not to that level. It's yeah. like, yeah, we, we got it. It's good. Um, I'm feeling good for the moment. It's yeah. instant. But you're right. It's that, yeah. you know what? Now, because of the work that went into it, the waiting, the process yeah. of it, now when I receive it, it's like, yeah. yes. Yeah. I feel right? sorry for this generation just based on what both of you said. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, my heart breaks for them because there is an anticipation um, that grows in the waiting, and you miss that piece. Yeah. It's a muscle that you don't get to use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and in the appreciation of the work and the craft and the time, you miss that too. And so there's a loss of value because I got it like this. I didn't have to work for it. And, and so um, when you don't work for something, you don't value it the way that you should. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like this generation is missing in the appreciation of beauty, mm-hmm. the simple things, and in the work of things. Um, they're not valuing that yet. Right, and I think that, that it, it kind of goes into our, our, our next question of, you know, because of that, do you think there's a tie-in of why, um, and I, I know this kind of, it was kind of a strange tie-in, but that we think the world is feeling this sense of hopelessness mm-hmm. right now. Like we're discouraged by what we see around us. And I wonder if there's a tie-in that we, we have this instant gratification, so we get things really quickly, but then we're also really discouraged about how the world is and about our Ourselves. I wonder if there is a tie-in for that. And, and what are your thoughts about um, that, that people are feeling hopeless and discouraged today? And especially in this season, in the mm. season of Christmas. Lisa. The way that you see God work, I think in our personal lives we can say that as well, but just in the history of mankind, he's got these seasons. And when we have created a culture that um, sacrifices the anticipation, the gratitude, the experience because of convenience, um, there's the logical conclusion is that you're hopeless because you're not taught to wait and you lose the lessons of what happens to you when you're waiting upon yeah. God, when you're waiting in certain seasons and the waiting just kind of while you wait this is my personal experience Mm -hmm. 
your well of your soul deepens. Mm -hmm. And then once you receive, you have more to receive. And that's why I think that we appreciate the home-cooked lasagna because you had the experience <laughs> with your grandma or your, or like trying to right. find out a first recipe. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you taste it, it's all that experience that went and goes inside. And so, so. But, so then why do we feel hopeless? Like why right now, if yeah. you turn on the TV, you're listening well, to the news. because you turn on the yeah. TV? <laughs> well, maybe. I no, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, so there's just, just, yeah. it's yeah. the bad news that before it was maybe you got it at the six o'clock news time with, yeah. with dinner. Right. Um, but now it's inundating your ear yeah. and your eyes at mm. every moment of the day. Like, like it's just impossible mm -hmm. to escape, like, like shootings across America yeah. and stuff. Right. We, we may not have heard as much about that or as instantaneously about that in the past, but now we're yeah. just yeah. getting this yeah. despairing news mm. constantly right. and we can't process it all. I yeah, and I think, yeah, go ahead. I just was going to say, I think we're, we're finding a generation that is more hopeless because of what they put their hope in because they're basing it on possibilities and probabilities this next leader this teacher this job this mm -hmm. person is going to fill that hope and when you look at the world on the and news and the yeah. media and you place your hope in a solution that cannot re meet the needs of that hope and that's why you're just deflated right. all the time yeah yeah, yeah I, I just want to say really quickly i feel like we are stepping into this um place of darkness like it's 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 you never think it could get worse mm. and yet mm. here we are right and and also at the same time congruently there there people are walking away from the light of god the yeah. hope of god the answer yeah so you're step you're stepping more into darkness and more away from the light and it's harder to see your yeah. way yeah. Yeah. that's a good you know? point cheryl yeah. you know well the people of israel two thousand years ago probably felt the same way we do like when you're yeah. talking about discouragement you know they are an oppressed people and and they're like how can this get better mm. you know we are enslaved where is the hope but what i love is that there were prophecies and, and things were happening that were pointing to good news coming, that mm -hmm. there was hopeful change coming, mm -hmm. and that brought hope to the people. And so, you know, Joanna, why don't you share with us from the good word? We love talking about scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Isaiah 9-2, a hopeful scripture passage, and share your initial thoughts, and then we'll get a chance to kind of get our thoughts. Because just like Cheryl said, you know, we're, we're down into, you know, sparing, just like, you know, our brothers and sisters 2,000 years ago, yeah. but there was hope coming. So let's read in yeah. Isaiah 9-2. Yeah, so Isaiah is a prophetic book. Isaiah writes about things that have not yet come to pass. And in chapter 9, at verse 2, it says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And so this is chapter 9. In chapter 8, they just got a lot of bad news that they were going to be invaded. That the Assyrians were going to take over Israel. This is like very dark, hopeless, mm -hmm. bad, despairing times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then we, when we turn into chapter 9, we start to see mm -hmm. like a glimmer of hope is coming. Mm -hmm. So this terrible thing is going to happen, but then a, like a small spark yeah. of light. And so, I mean, the, the text in chapter 9 is all, it's pointing to a Messiah, mm -hmm. pointing mm -hmm. to a solution, pointing yeah. to a hope that will come, a good king who will rule, yeah. um, but he has not yet come. And so, so this is a promise that yeah. those that walking, yeah. walking, the people walking in darkness have mm -hmm. seen a great light. So he's mm -hmm. speaking as if it has already come to pass, but it has not yet. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Um, ah, wow. So in, in Norway, I mean, all of us in, in our co content, uh, we experience a lot of darkness in winter. Like, literally, we have less sun. In Norway, they have almost no sunlight mm -hmm. in the wintertime. 
And I, I discovered that there's, and I actually, one of my roommates is Norwegian, so I know a lot of things about Norway now. And uh, there's a village that is in between two mountains in Norway. And they were in darkness all the time. So you'd have a few hours of sunlight, but it never came into the valley where they lived. And so the people literally set up giant mirrors mm -hmm. up on the mountains that would take the little bit of sunlight, the one or two hours that were available, and reflect it down mm -hmm. onto the streets of their village. Oh, that's awesome. And it's yeah. this amazing picture of how people are like desperate for any glimmer light. of light yes. in the darkest winter in the valley yeah. of your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. You're desperate for hope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's a human thing. We yeah. feel yeah. hopeless and yet yeah. this this thing that we can cling to. As you said 2000 years ago yeah. the people of Israel were looking for hope in yeah. a very difficult circumstance. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts when you hear that verse? Um, some quick thoughts about what does that do for you? How do you think that you know that that the world when hearing that verse is going to go okay then maybe this is the solution the answer I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. The, the the bad news is is the world is a mess. The good news um, that there's hope that Jesus is coming to fulfill that promise yeah. mm -hmm. that he will bring light to the world mm -hmm. yeah. and that's the hope that we have yeah that's great yeah. Cheryl um, you know no matter how dark a room is I was in a theater once it was like it sat a thousand people I turned my phone on by accident you could see that thing blaring mm -hmm. in the entire <laughs> theater yeah. why am I saying that because no matter how dark your situation is no matter how overwhelming the darkness is yeah. the light has dawned the light has come the light is here yeah. and it will it, it is impacting the darkness look to the light yeah. Yeah. look to that light it may be a glimmer for you right now it may not be a raging burning light but walk towards that light yeah. God is there and he's ready to just change your life yeah Lisa just quickly yeah. your thoughts around um, that. that Jesus Christ is the hope yeah. and for us who place our hope sometimes in other things mm. worldly hope is based upon impossibilities and probabilities God's hope biblical hope is based upon his certain promises it's based on a certainty yeah, so the certainty, uh, the hope of his promises. Yeah. And I think even for us personally, our own personal experience mm -hmm. in relationship with Jesus yeah. has given us hope to get through tough things, mm -hmm. uh, to deal with family problems, to deal with our own mm -hmm. depressions and struggles. Mm -hmm. There is the hope in knowing that Jesus is the one that brings light into yeah. some of our mm -hmm. dark places. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for your thoughts. Thank you so much. Well, now let's go to our friend, international speaker and author, Danielle Strickland in the beautiful Tyndale Chapel as she shares her reflections on hope. Hope, it is indispensable. Uh, Isaiah 9-2, the verse we're chatting about is this verse that's like gold in the middle of dirt because the people have given up. This is one of the things I love about God is he's not a, a hallmark type of God. He's not talking hope to people who already have everything. He's talking hope to people who have lost hope. He's talking to hope of people who are living in darkness who think like, could life get worse than this? Like, are those promises, are those things we had hoped for even possible anymore? That's the kind of God that we're talking about. He's the God of 
hope and hope that's like gritty, hope that's dirty, hope that is Jesus personified really on the cross where it looks like all hope is gone. That's when hope just begins to start to grow. It's that kind of a hope. All the way through death, all the way through this idea that we, we can't do it anymore. You know, have you ever been in that situation where you just think like it's done, it's dusted, it's over, the dream is dead, the marriage is dead, the family is gone, my future is not possible anymore. And then God speaks this word, Isaiah 9 2, you know, even though you feel like it's darkness, even though you feel like it might be deadness, even though you feel like there's no hope, guess what? There is something coming still, something growing from the ground. There is still a possibility of life to come. That's what hope is about. That's what the hope of Jesus is about. Jesus is the only guy who could ever say, I've been to the other side of death and guess what exists there now? Life in all of its fullness, a gritty, dirty, nasty hope almost that gets inside of us and inside of the ground that grows up through the ground into the possibilities of what could come out of a new life with Jesus. I'm hoping you're gonna get some hope this Advent. I love it when Danielle said that Jesus is life in all its fullness. He is our hope. And he has been to the other side to death and knows what we're going through, what we need. And that is so hopeful, good news. Mm -hmm. Well, now let's pray as we light our first Advent candle representing hope, joyful and confident expectation as we await the birth of Jesus. Jesus, you are the hope in our messy world. As we light this candle, may the light of your presence bring hope to our hearts. Help us slow down, listen to your voice and focus on what's really important. We place our hope in you as we prepare our hearts to celebrate your coming birth. Amen. Come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Hey, 
I'm Brooke Nichols and this is my husband Steve and we're so excited to share on hope and what that means for us in this Advent season. Isaiah 9 verse 2 reads, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You know, the word hope, uh, it means uh, it's this feeling of expectation um, and desire for a certain thing to happen or to take place. And I imagine what it would be like to be uh, a part of the night that Christ was born. Imagine being um, a shepherd in the fields or a wise man gathering up a gift, perhaps um, a neighbor close by, and just the hope that lingered in the air that night. I believe there was hope before Christ was born, there was also hope after. You know, 2,000 years later, Christ is still today our living hope. And He's not just our hope at the Christmas uh, season and, and in that time, he's our hope every single day of the year. Mm. Uh, Psalm 42 says, I put my hope in God. I will praise him, my God, my savior. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to Well, thank you, Brooke and Steve. O come, O come, Emmanuel, God with us. He is with us in all the hopelessness you may feel and the disappointment and loneliness in the regrets and bad decision-making in loss and even in death. The hope of the world is with us. And we want to continue this message of hope across Canada and the world. So during this Christmas season, we at See Here Love want to give you the opportunity to join our See Here Love community and support us through prayer and resources. We'd love for you to sign up for our free See Here Love newsletter where you'll receive fresh content, offers and videos and all kinds of good stuff. And it's free. So go to our website at seeherelove.com and click on sign up for the newsletter. It's so easy. But also, this is exciting. We also want to offer you for the very first time for a minimum donation of $64, this See Here Love gift set, our See Here Love mug, and our limited edition See Here Love tote bag with some very special treats that we know you will love. Cheryl, show off our amazing got, tote bag. I've got good news, people. Yeah, talk oh, about it, talk about the it. The bag you need has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the bag you want. This is the bag you need, people. Yes, This look is at the it. See Here, look at this bag. What would you put in it? What would you put in it? Okay, for me, makeup, but girls, you know. Right. Um, it would fill that and overflowing but books you yes, can put ma uh, magazines you can put your laptop in here tablet just travel yes. groceries I yeah, love the groceries groceries yeah. and also not only the shoe tote, bag I love the shoe bag mm -hmm. not only for uh, with the tote we also have the mug mm -hmm. yeah Joanna Peter we'll all show it Woo. our amazing mug right here <laughs> with our logo and also you are seen heard and deeply loved by God are saying at the other side. Awesome. And I think what you said, what do you say, Joe, about you want, we want to see people carrying this around. Yeah, where, like, where are you, where are you watching? We want to know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where are you drinking coffee with us? Oh, yes. it tea or anything. What are you yeah, drinking? Yeah, tea and coffee. What are you drinking? I love that. Oh, eggnog. Peter says eggnog. eggnog. And Peter, I think you would, ha you'd look great in that bag as well. Absolutely. I could put my fish and tackle inside. Make, make <laughs> sure Perfect. you tag us in the photo. Yes, I love this. At See Here Love, we want to see all of these all, all of over these. the world. Yeah. And so for 
only a minimum donation of $64. We'll send you these two limited See Here Love items that we know you'll use. And all you have to do is go to our website at seeherelove.com and click on the picture of this gift set. Follow directions to the donation page. It's so, so easy. And we want to see you with our mug and tote bag while you're drinking coffee or tea on the beach, in the mountains, <laughs> at the cottage, wherever. Yeah. So cheers, awesome. everybody. Cheers. All right, amazing. Cheers. Thank you so much for your support in advance. I'm taking this home with me. And Cheryl's right going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Well, I love this discussion about hope. Any last thoughts about hope um, in this world today? Any last thoughts? For me, it would be just like, don't let the world steal the hope that is God's gift to you. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I want to say that hope is not only this sort of uh, amazing light-filled promise, but it's a weapon. Mm. It pushes back the darkness. And when you are feeling overwhelmed, hope will literally just clear that space yeah. for you. Amazing. Dare to hope. Yeah. yeah. Joanna? Hope's a person. It has a name. So yeah. It's Jesus. Yes. He loves you so much. Yeah. 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 And Peter. And friends, have hope this Christmas. There is something to be hopeful for. Yeah. He has come. His name is Jesus. Amen. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you all for uh, celebrating Christmas here and See Her Love. Thank you, Peter, for being Merry with us. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And we hope that you were encouraged and inspired by today's show. And as we lit our first Advent candle of hope, we pray that you will take time this Christmas season to breathe, to anticipate and prepare for the birth of Jesus. We pray that you will know that Jesus is your greatest gift, a great sign of love from God. And we pray that he will give you the grace and strength that you need each day and that you will trust him and hope in him this Christmas season. Mm. And always know that you are seen, you are heard, and deeply loved by God. Merry Christmas! See Here Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more Honest Conversations with Melinda and the See Here Love team.